welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well today. Hey, I want to say thank you to all the new people listening to the show. We've been getting a lot of good feedback. It's awesome. We're stoked on it. Uh, And so if you're a brand new listener, welcome. Uh, This podcast is for business owners that are looking to grow their business. Um, You know, we're here helping people grow businesses as big as they can possibly make them. Uh, You know, my name is Matt Smith. I own a marketing company here in Michigan. We help home service companies like yours grow with print marketing, Google AdWords, and Facebook ads. And I also own a home service business myself. We do exterior cleaning, and I have built that over the last five years to be a pretty large, successful company. And so we do this podcast because we want to bring you guys value and I want to teach you the things that I have learned over the years and hopefully I can save you guys some headaches, some problems that I have went through. And if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you know that I am a huge believer in learning from people who have done what you're already trying to do. And I give the majority of my success credit because of that, because I have done the exact thing. I went out and I found people that uh, had done exactly what I was trying to do. And I essentially mimicked their model and you know molded it a little bit to turn it into what I wanted. But at the end of the day, success leaves clues. And you know, I was uh, fortunate enough where I recognized that early on, and uh, that is a big reason why my businesses are where they are. So if you're new, welcome. Now, for all of you guys listening, you know that we do not have any kind of uh, paid ads or sponsors on the show, and we do this all for free. Once a week, we put out a podcast for free, and we're actually going to be doing more of it uh, multiple times a week going into the winter. And so it's all for free. The only thing we ask uh, from all of you guys is that if you found value in this podcast that you would leave us a review wherever you listen to it at, whether that's on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or wherever you listen to your podcast, leave us a review and then share it on your social media uh, in a Facebook group or with somebody that you think could benefit from maybe some of our episodes. So I don't want to rant too long about this, but that's all we ask. So if you guys can do that, that would mean the world to us and we will do our best to keep putting out valuable content that helps you build and grow your business. So today's going to be a shorter podcast, but I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, a real life story, a real life thing that uh, I have went through in my service company when it comes to employees. Now, everybody knows that employees are probably the hardest part of owning a home service business. Uh, To grow big, you got to have them and you got to have good ones, right? And I guess that goes for a lot of businesses, but man, like for us, like we're in people's houses, we're servicing the inside, the outside of people's houses, and you got to have presentable people that are professional, can talk to people and provide a high level of service if you want to grow a real business, right? And so employees by far are probably the hardest part to growing a business. And I want to teach you guys something today that I learned the hard way this year. Like this is something I went through this year and have just dealt with this month. And I think a lot of you are going to be uh, able to relate. So you've probably heard the term or the quote, 
uh, hire slow, fire fast. And essentially what that means is hire slow, hire the right people, take your time and hire the right person. Don't just hire anyone. And fire fast means when you recognize that that person's not a good fit, get rid of them immediately. And I'm gonna tell you why. But before I do, I'm going to go through what happened to us. So over the last uh, probably three years, um, we have maintained probably 85% of our employees. Now I'm proud of this because we are a seasonal business. We closed down December, first week of December, we open up mid-March. So we have a, a pretty big layoff season. And a lot of our guys come back every year, but we do have some fall off. Uh, and as you guys know, my, my service business every single year is growing rapidly. And so we're, every year we need more staff, more trucks, more equipment. And this year was probably the breaking point for us because this is what happened. Um, as you guys know, when your business is growing and let's say you're in a busy season, let's say it's you know May or June, man, you're doing tons and tons of jobs and you have to have people to do them. And so you begin sometimes to tolerate bad behavior, right? And what we did was this year, we began to tolerate some bad behavior. And I'm just being honest. I'm being very, very honest about this. Most guys probably wouldn't even admit to this, but it's a learning curve and I think it'll help a lot of you. And so over the season, you know, some of our employees, uh, I would say maybe two or three out of all of them, we're just in, in certain circumstances acting out of control, um, fighting with each other and, uh, you know, back talking the leadership team. Um, the operations manager would tell them to do something. They would refuse because they want to go home. And although we knew like, hey, that's unacceptable and they shouldn't be here. We were in the busiest time of the year, and how can I let somebody go when we need them, right? So listen, let's just suck it up and get through the busy season, and we'll deal with it after that. Well, this is what happened. We did that, and then come, you know, let's just say that's May and June, come July, August, September, October, your good employees start to see that, right? They start to recognize that, you know, man, like Matt and Jake, which is my business partner, like they're letting these guys get away with this crap. Like, you know, we're here, we show up every day on time. These guys show up 10, 15 minutes late every day. They get away with it. Um, they back talk the boss, they get away with it. You know, they refuse to do something, they get away with it. Well, why the heck am I being a rock star employee if so-and-so sucks and he hasn't lost his job and we get paid the same? Critical error on our part. Like we put revenue before company culture and our company culture was before, you know, last year, the year before was something I was really proud of. I felt like we were building it into something that it was a fun environment. You know, the guys would hang out after work and play ping pong and, and play video games. What I recognized this year was that wasn't happening at all. Like we had, you know, all the stuff for the guys to hang out and, and it was cool, but like none of like they didn't like each other. They didn't want to be around each other. They would show up late and they would go home early and they left work as fast as possible. And the work environment started to be a place I even resented. And so how in the world could I expect someone to want to work here if I didn't want to work here sometimes, right? And again, I'm just being very honest. And that happened because we put revenue before company culture. Now, this is a very challenging thing to do. It's a lot easier said than done. Right now, some of you guys are saying, well, duh, Matt, like you should have fired them. Well, 
That's easier said than done when you have $80,000 that need to get completed over the next four weeks, right? And you can't afford to lose three guys. But looking back now, now we have to kind of rebuild and restructure the model to kind of recreate that company culture and almost in a sense start over, right? And so this November I had to make a hard choice and I had to let some of these guys go. And if you guys know anything about November for my company, it's the biggest month of the year. And I just, I sat down and it kind of all clicked at once. I said, dude, like you're losing control of the company culture here. Like, like before you know it, if you let this keep happening, you know, not only are you going to have a problem where you can't get the revenue done, but you're not going to be able to find people to work. And so I fired some people that needed to be fired months ago. And so the thing that I appreciate about myself, this is not me to my own horn, but I recognized there was a problem. <clears throat> I owned up to the mistake, right? And I said, this is your fault, Matt. This is your fault that this has happened. And so I took 100% responsibility and then I took action on it and I fixed the problem. And so, yes, of course, we're going to have some rebuilding to do, but you know, the people that needed to be eliminated were eliminated. So I'm telling you this because the next time you have a guy that you know needs to go because he's not a good fit in your business, but you feel like you can't let him go because you're too busy, it's a trap. And I promise it's going to be a little stressful. Fire the guy. It's going to be stressful. You're going to have to figure out how to get the work done. You're going to have to reschedule it. You might have to lose some of that work, right? Maybe a customer gets mad. It doesn't matter. It is not worth sacrificing the company culture because what you're doing is when your other staff sees that you accept bad behavior, they will start to behave badly. And there's nothing worse than an entire team that's behaving badly. At that point, they run your business. You don't run your business. So I'm jumping on here to let you know that the term hire slow, fire fast could not be more real. Like it's a real thing. You have to recognize that bad employees are cancer in your business. And I've heard people say this before, man, like bad employees are cancer in your business. Like I've understood the term, but it's true. What does cancer do when it's not dealt with? It spreads throughout your entire body. Well, when you don't deal with bad employees and bad behavior, it spreads throughout all the other employees, right? It's the same thing, man. A bad employee is cancer inside your business. So you have to deal with it and it's not always easy, right? And so trust me, I talk to you guys all the time. They're like, I had a guy text me a couple weeks ago. He said, Matt, you know, this guy, he took money from me. Um, it was cash. And, but listen, dude, like I don't, like we have so much work, like I can't fire the guy. I said, you have to, you have to fire the guy because that will spread when your employees know that, hey, Johnny stole 150 bucks from you and he didn't get fired. Like what in the world? You can get away with anything here, right? And so guess what happens? The other crew start to do bad work. They're like, well, why in the heck am I doing the best work in the world if it doesn't matter? Like I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm getting paid the same. Shoot, we'll get paid to come back out here and fix it. I'll get paid double. You know what I mean? And so you got to start thinking that way. Like somebody steals from you, gone. Somebody talks to you in a way that they shouldn't talk to their leadership or their boss, gone. Somebody that just doesn't really mold or, or mesh with the, the company culture there, doesn't get along with the employees, gone. Like not even thought about, just gone. Why? Because your business is like your child. And if you don't protect your child, 
right? Something bad will happen. And so you got to fight for your company, guys. And I'm saying this out of out of experience, right? Like I've been there, I've done it. Thank God I recognized it and I took responsibility and I fixed it early because now it's dealt with, right? And now we get to start 2019 with a fresh slate. The bad guys are gone. We get to revamp the model. We're good to go. But man, you let this go for two, three years and now you're hiring a bunch of trash, right? I don't mean that in a bad, like in a mean way. I'm just saying there's A players and B players and C employees and D employees, right? And you're going to be attracting the C and D employees. And that's not what you want to do. And you can't do that if you want to grow a big home service business. So it all comes down, man. Like I always tell people, hey, you're an owner operator. You should start now documenting what your systems look like, how you want employees to do things. How do you do things on the job? Because the reality is if you're an owner operator and you want to grow into having employees, well, what you do is what you want everyone else to do. So start being intentional and start documenting the way you service homes and, and how you talk to employees and, and how, or to customers and how you expect an employee to act when he comes in in the morning and shows up at a specific time and how does that guy clock in and clock out and, and how do you hold him responsible and keep him accountable to doing these things. You guys got to start that stuff now. I was very, very intentional the first four years of my business with doing all this. And we had a killer team and things were going great. And then this year, I let money and revenue get in the way. And it never fails, man. Like, it'll always catch up to you. And I recognized it fast and I I killed it and I fixed it. A lot of you guys aren't killing it and fixing it because you're scared to death what will happen if you lose that guy that's been there for three years. Like, here's one thing I always say. You never know what's around the corner. Like you never know what a player employee is looking for a job, but will never apply or never work with you because you won't let go of that C or D player employee, right? Like let's say you fire Johnny because he's been acting like a fool for two years and you're like, dude, it's enough. You're done. You're gone. Boom. You put on an ad and this A player guy shows up, man, you would have never found him if you never got rid of Johnny, right? And so... Sometimes you just got to go on with, you know, a leap of faith. And the reality is you need to be recruiting nonstop. You guys should all have business cards that say, you seem like you would be a good fit at our company. And you're handing these things out to people that wow you at fast food restaurants. And when you go out to eat with your wife and when you're at the car dealership or when you're getting your tires changed or whatever the fact, you should have these in your pocket at all the time and handing these out to people that are employees and that go above and beyond to service you because those are the people you want, right? And so you got to always be recruiting. But man, I'm telling you what, do not be afraid to fire a D player employee because you never know if there's an A or a B player employee waiting to find a job like yours, okay? And you never will know until you take that leap of faith and really uh, go after what you believe you want, right? And the reality is, guys, right? The reality is, If you're too scared to do that, if you're too scared to fire a guy that you know isn't a good fit, it means you don't believe in your model enough, okay? Like at the end of the day, you've heard this. You know what's going to happen. If you still don't take action and do it, you don't believe in your model, you don't believe in your business, you don't care enough. And that's all it comes down to. So I hope this helps somebody who's struggling with employees. 
probably everybody that listens to this that has employees are struggling. And I'm not saying that this is going to be a perfect uh, fix for my company. Of course not. Like you're always going to have employee issues. The important part is that you fix them immediately. And so all the other staff around you knows, hey, Matt's serious about the systems that he has in place. But what a lot of people, the misconception is this, that when you come down hard on people or when you fire people like you're a bad boss or whatever. No, people like structure, man. Like people want to work for somebody or for a company that has structure. They don't want to work for a company that is just letting everyone get away with everything. Because like I said, A player employees want to work for A player companies. And if you're letting Johnny get away with murder, you're not an A player company at that point, right? My company this year was not an A player company. That's all it comes down to. So I hope that, you know, you guys find value in this. And um, if you have any questions, I will leave our email. I always do in the show notes. Uh, And as always, do not hesitate to reach out to us. Check us out on social, YouTube, uh, Instagram. We are very active on there. And I love you guys. Here in Michigan, it is snowing like crazy. So our uh, service company is shut down for a day or two. Uh, But we'll be back at it later this week. Uh, If you guys live in the Midwest, you probably understand exactly what I'm talking about. And for you that live in the South or in California, um, I'm jealous. I hate you guys. So we love you. We will talk to you next week. Peace out. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.